one. And wait, why isn't it? Wait, what? It's recording. I've never had. That's weird. My uh, QuickTime. <laughs> pl- I've never once had it tell me before I can't screen record. Now I'm screen recording. That was the weirdest thing ever. It's never happened in 940 <laughs> episodes. So that must was, be our energy. It, it must be our energy. And with that segue, <laughs> Dr. Rogers, please introduce yourself to everybody. I am so happy to be here. I've been here before and it's been a while. So I am Dr. Elizabeth Rogers. I am a Harvard trained epidemiologist. And as a researcher, I studied the root causes of health issues. But then through the time as my career went on, I became disappointed in our Western healthcare system and how often it fails patients. So now I help women identify the root causes of their health issues and create roadmaps to heal so they can finally look and feel their best at any age. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And it's my passion. Beautiful. And so you have explained to me on and off the podcast, um, about Reiki healing and mm-hmm. energy healing and why it's important. Could you go into that? I mean, really for me, I don't really care if the listeners want to hear it. I'm, I'm interested. So yeah, could you explain I have, that? I would love to explain it. It would be my honor. And I think it'll really help our listeners and all of us just to connect the dots so that we understand like what Reiki even is and why it matters and how it can help you. Cause I feel like it's something everyone's heard of, but mm-hmm. if, I feel like if you and I just dive right into it and not talk about what we're going to talk about now, it won't be as meaningful to people because I think that's Reiki is one of those things that can sound like a little woo and out there to people. And I really want people to understand it's not at all. Mm-hmm. And it's actually grounded in science, not in, you know, channeling, guides or something whatever people think it might be so never never forget people thought joseph lister was crazy because he was talking about invisible things called germ spreading disease exactly so at the time that was woo and then we got germ theory that eventually became one of what is still the biggest foundation to ever happen of medical science it is yeah yeah. atoms were a theory once not anymore Atoms exactly. were woo 2000 years ago. Like you're trying exactly. to tell me little balls make up everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. And that's actually exactly a little about exactly what I'm going to start to all talk right. about all at right, the good. beginning, Beautiful. which I love. So then, you know, you guys all understand, right, that you are made of energy. And so I'm a chronic health expert. So understand that's my background and where I'm coming from here. And because I'm an expert at root causes, what I do want you all to understand is that there aren't just physical root causes of our health issues. So let's just like think about a little bit of background and history because I know you'll all appreciate it. And I think that everyone here listening will just not be surprised by any of this if it's something you haven't already heard or realized yet. But, you know, despite having the world's richest healthcare system, America is one of the unhealthiest populations. In 2021, the Commonwealth Fund published the results of a study which found that despite spending far more of our GDP on healthcare, 
our country, the United States, ranked worst, worst of all the countries on healthcare problems and outcomes. So what's the problem? The real problem is that our doctors aren't actually trained to heal. They're trained to manage symptoms. And I know because when I was a researcher at the University of Pittsburgh Medical School, I interviewed people for hours, for years, evaluating all aspects of their health and well-being. And I listened to countless stories told through tears about the disappointing experiences people were having at doctor's offices. And they weren't getting the answers they needed, quite frankly. So I think it's important just to say that getting diagnosed and being healed are two very different things. So to be clear, of course, I always want to say that there are a time and place for those kinds of doctors and prescriptions. Some of them saved my life. You know, I had a near-death experience 16 years ago. Um, and so doctors and prescriptions can and should be utilized. However, it should be ha it should be happening if and when it is appropriate. Mm -hmm. and, and not everyone wants to merely manage themselves in the place that they're in. Some people want to take personal responsibility for their health and well-being so they can create and learn how to create whatever optimal health is to them. And that's really what brings us to where energy comes in and how. Because right now we're in a time and place where there's honestly, in my opinion, no excuse for a healthcare system that only manages pain and doesn't help people heal. It's quite unacceptable. And that's actually why I left the system to do something different, to pioneer a new approach to the way we heal. And that really brings us to root cause healing, you know? So what exactly really even is that? And what it means is that root cause healing is really identifying what's truly creating and contributing to the symptoms, health issues, or just feeling, state of feeling unwell that people are experiencing so that we can create a plan to minimize or eliminate whatever that is. So for example, inflammation isn't a cause, it's an effect. Okay. I bet a lot of people listening have been told that inflammation is the problem or why they're having some sort of specific symptom or problem, but it's a cause, not an, it's an effect, not a cause, right? But there, there are several different factors that are creating that inflammation. So it's my job specifically to figure that out. And so, you know, spoiler alert, it's never just physical root causes like toxins and pathogens that are standing in your way. That's one side of the healing equation. So this is where energy and how I can explain it best really comes in. So Einstein, someone else that once upon a time people thought was crazy and had a learning disability, except that he was just a brilliant genius, um, <laughs> taught us the equation E equals MC squared. So I want you to just think about that as a reference point. So understand that healing is an equation. There's an energetic or we could call it non-physical side to the equation and there's that M, material or physical, side to the equation. So root cause healing that actually leads to optimal health and well-being that lasts means looking at both sides of that equation, the physical and the non-physical or energetic. And I'm going to use those two words interchangeably, interchangeably energetic and non-physical. So just understand that. Um, you can pick whichever word you like best, but they mean the same thing in this conversation. 
So when you look at any problem or state of being out of balance, unwell, feeling low energy, whatever it is you deal with, because let's face it, most people, or it seems like everyone these days, is living with at least one chronic symptom or health issue, whether that's physical, mental, or emotional, or just that you can identify that on any given day, you just really don't feel your best. And that's not the way that it should be. So when you do look at a problem that you're feeling that keeps you in a state of feeling unwell, by addressing both sides, the physical and the non-physical, then you actually can create anything that you want. You actually can heal in any capacity that you desire to. So whenever I talk about root causes, it's always good for you to understand as a listener that if you're dealing with anything that's less than optimal health-wise to you, there's always more than one root cause. And often the biggest barrier is your blind spot. The things that are standing in your way that have to do with what's inside of you because everything starts as energy. So nothing that you're experiencing on a physical, mental, or emotional level started that way. It all started from energy. And the reason that we know that and this isn't just theory, it's science, is because, like our wonderful host said, it's you that are made of energy. You are not just a physical being. You are a bio-electro-mechanical energetic being. You, your cells, your organs, everything that makes you the thing you see in the mirror every day, inside and out, is made up of molecules, which are protons, electrons, and neutrons. And those protons, electrons, and neutrons are also held together by energy. So you, down to your core, down to every single molecule and cell in your body, are made of energy. But for the most part, traditional doctors aren't going to talk to us about that kind of stuff, right? You're going to go talk about a symptom and you're going to get that symptom merely managed in some capacity, but that's not necessarily healing that symptom. And then on the other side of that, we do have a big range of holistic practitioners, you could call them, or just alternative practitioners, you know, anywhere from a naturopath to a holistic practitioner to a nutritionist, a dietitian, a health coach. And a lot of these practitioners, you know, I would put Chinese medicine doctors into that category as well. A lot of them are able to identify some root causes, but among those that are, they're really only identifying the physical root causes. So things like toxins or pathogens or environmental triggers like mold, but they're not trained to look at that other side of the healing equation. And, you know, it's super important to eat healing foods, you know, use herbs and supplements that are unique for your situation that will help you create optimal health. But, but you know, you could drink all the green juice in the world and it isn't going to change what's going on inside of you. So, so many people try to change, you know, a perfect way to describe it is, like how many of you listening, or how many of us, and I can include myself in this category, 
how many of us have tried to change our habits in some way, shape or form. But, you know, eventually, whether you sustain a new healthy habit for six months or even six years, eventually, in some way, you fall back into your old patterns. And why is that? It's it's actually because of your identity, you know, who you are at a core level. And psychology teaches us that identity is what drives our behaviors and actions. So again, this all comes back to energy and I'll get there and I'll connect that dot for you in a second. So if you're staying aligned with the same identity that got you into the place you're currently in, where you maybe don't feel your best, or maybe you feel pretty good, but you're in what you would consider like a plateau that you kind of, you've been able to achieve a certain level of health, but you'd like to get somewhere beyond that, but you don't seem to be able to do that despite what you perceive to be doing all the right things. And that's because, you know, another one of my favorite quotes, and I do think it's Einstein that said, you know, you can't solve a problem at the same level at which it was created. So it's not the person who you've been being up to this moment when you're listening to this podcast that's going to get you where you want to go. Uh, right? So think okay. about it from an energetic. And when you think about energy, this is where it comes in. So there are different levels of energy, right? Physical energy is actually the slowest form of energy. So when you think about that from a health and well-being perspective, if all you're doing is eating the right foods, um, whatever right is to you, um, taking supplements and herbs, things like that, being exercising, you know, having the right, the healthy lifestyle, which is part of it. I'm not saying that's important. It absolutely is. Um, and you should be doing that. But that's the slowest form of energy. Okay, then there's sound, then there's light. And what a lot of people don't realize is that the fastest form of energy is actually your thoughts. So think about who you are. Like, who do you think you are? How do you think every day? What are the stories that you tell yourself? Do you tell yourself you suck all the time? Do you t or do you tell yourself you're amazing and you can achieve and heal anything that comes your way, any setback that you might, you might run into or need to navigate? Because the truth is that that is the fastest form of energy and energy follows thought. So it all has everything to do with your health and ability to make change that actually lasts. So does that make sense? It's, it's, um, if you want to, how do I, how do I word this? If you're like a, if you're like a music producer or something, if you're post Malone and you're like making a music video, yeah. if you want to be on that level, you got, it's not even enough to have 4k. You got to have an 8k. $50,000 camera, you've got to have a $10,000 microphone, you got to have a sound studio, you have to be, it has, that is the threshold of just, of, of, of getting there. That's the, yeah. that's the industry standard. If you want to be a platinum artist, that being said, if I get all that stuff, that doesn't make me post Malone <laughs> that yeah. I'm I can do a podcast. I'm not post Malone at the same time. You can, and that's how you kind of see these early, like an early Eminem or something. But they yes. also, that's not when they're succeeding. Sure, they're in, you know, Detroit throwing down a freestyle, but they're also on a $30 microphone in the back of a warehouse. And it's like, their skill is sick, right? Dr. Yeah. Dre hears them and he's like, 
get me that guy. But what does Dr. Dre then do? Take him. And the first thing Dr. Dre did was brought him to his house and into his studio and was yeah. like, do you on like high fidelity audio? So you do have to do it. Tom Brady, you want to be Tom Brady, you do have to eat healthy and sleep and exercise. But that doesn't just make you Tom Brady. At the same right. time, Tom Brady can't continue to be Tom Brady and also drink a six pack every night and eat McDonald's and do nothing all day. So 100%. it's a prerequisite, but it doesn't guarantee anything. Right. And like what you're getting at with these awesome examples is that it's about think about that think about tom brady right think about eminem think about dr dre think about these guys and women of course sure. there are lots of great examples of so many people that you consider like the embodiment of success right and so like a great way to think about that is what are the characteristics that those people have you know they're driven they're motivated they're committed right commitment is what I often tell people that come to work with me, especially, but I tell people this in general all of the time. <laughs> There's this bridge between where you are and where you want to be. And I don't care if it's a, if your goal is health or if it's something else, if it's a business, if it's an achievement, like to have some, you know, um, a top podcast or to be a top recording artist or to be an actor or actress um, to be an author or a speaker or whatever it is you want to be we all want to be something and the reason that i'm so passionate about health is because it's what i was put on this planet to do and because to be honest if you want to be any of those things that we just that we're sharing as examples your health is absolutely the foundation of all of those things and why would you build something on a cracked and broken foundation. That's just my argument for making health a priority in your life. But what we're getting at is that there are certain characteristics that the people who have the outcomes you desire have. And the bridge between where you are and where you want to be first and foremost is, is commitment mm -hmm. because you could get up and say, and there's energy that goes along with that commitment, right? It's not just me saying, I'm going to get up and be committed today. And make a little list and I'm going to check these things off and do it. It's, it's a mindset. It's, it's a literal way of being. So, you know, and what goes along with that is being self-integral, right? Keeping our word to ourselves, something that a lot of people are not very good at. How many times do you tell yourself, you know, I'm going to, today I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get these things done and think about what we're saying here. These are all things that are doing. So again, physical energy is Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com form of energy and then you just decide like to quit so sure. being yeah. a quitter is not going to be a characteristic that gets you the outcomes you desire so i would also i would argue or not argue but just say that anything you want to be you can be anything okay now like should i could i become like um you know the next barbara streisand 
I, I don't really have the gift of a singing voice. I'm sure if I trained and got committed, I could get better. I could get pretty good, but probably not at that level. So, you know, there are some limitations within yeah. like you can I'm, be anything. But... I'm not playing in the NBA. I'm <laughs> yeah. five nine. Like I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to decide. I'm going to try to break the mold in, in you know, in the, in the yeah. pro sports world or anything like that. But, you know, setting aside those unrealistic limitations like we're talking about, you really can be anything you want to be and have any outcomes you desire for your life but you have to be the kind of person with the characteristics that of the identity that that achieves those outcomes so being a quitter or being out of self-integrity not being able to keep your word to yourself being you know disorganized there are a lot of like qualities that aren't going to serve you to achieve that and and honestly all of that's connected to energy because our identity, again, is what drives everything else. And our identity is what creates the stories that we tell ourselves. And the stories that we tell ourselves quite literally create or don't create everything we have in our reality. And one of the most like mind-blowing I'd say and awesome things I've learned over this these past few years is just this statement and if you remember this and just say it to yourself sometimes when you're getting stuck in your own crap and bullshit in your head it's gonna help you get unstuck is that think about this everything and I mean everything whether you perceive it as positive or negative everything you tell yourself is a made-up story in your head everything everything you think because your thoughts aren't you, right? They're, like I just said earlier, thoughts are the fastest form of energy, but they're not you. I'm, yeah, they're not. It's you like, know, you're uh, something different. You're uh, the thinker of your thoughts. You're not, you're not, not you know, you're, you're not happy. You, you, you be happy. You because experience happiness. Exactly. Yeah, you experience happiness. Or you, you're not, you know, I'm sure you could, like, all of you have been angry, but you're not and you're not an angry person. You have had angry thoughts. Yeah. You're a being that's had angry thoughts or experiences. Yeah, like a like a frying pan doesn't necessarily have a flavor. Exactly. Like, so whatever it's like what you cook in it, right? Exactly. It can be anything. It could exactly. be bacon, or you could cook crack. You could literally cook crack. Like it doesn't even have to be food. Like you you know, it's it's whatever you this. put in it. Yeah. Exactly. So when you think about it that way, to be honest. It really does come down in the end to that energy because, you know, like I was saying, our identity is what creates the stories that we tell ourselves. And those stories create our beliefs about what is and isn't possible for us. And those beliefs based on those stories, based on our identity, is what creates the way we feel. And our feelings are that emotional state that we exist in is what emits an energetic vibration and frequency out into the universe, whether you believe it or not, I can promise you it's true. And this is again, just another principle of physics is that what we attract is what we get back. So if you are getting, if you take a look at your life right now, and whether it's health or finances or money or your job or your relationships or whatever it is, if you don't like what you have, it's because you're actually attracting, you've attracted those things based on the energy you've been putting out. 
Hmm. So it all comes back to energy, you know, like, I, does that make sense? Could you explain that a little more if you have all it's your explain that again? So who you're, who you are, right? Your identity is what forms those, the beliefs that you have, right? And how and what you believe is what creates your feelings, right? If you believe that you can heal from anything, if you believe that you can be a millionaire, if you believe that you're enough, right? Inadequacy and fear of judgment um, and fear of abandon. So inadequacy is in fear of not being good enough and fear of abandonment are two of human beings' biggest fears. So if you live by the story or belief that you're not enough, let's use that as an example because it's such a big one. And whether you recognize that that's maybe something that's holding you back, it is a big likely, there's a big likelihood it might be in some capacity. How many of us, myself included, that was a big, one of my biggest limitations in the past is just, am I, am I good enough? Mm-hmm. Like, am I enough? Am I, am I doing enough? Am I, am I, is this good enough? Right. We're always questioning, like, is it enough? Am I enough? And if you're constantly living by that fear, letting that hold you back, what's that? Think about what that's doing to you. It's creating a feeling state inside of you, right? And maybe even though you have the best of intentions and you want to achieve something like, let's say um, you want to publish a, you know, a New York Times bestselling book and you sit down and you're writing stuff all the time and you have the best of intentions and you have the most amazing story to tell because everybody does because the greatest story ever told is your story actually. Um, But in the back of your mind, you have that story underlying your life that I'm not good enough. And maybe that is because when you were in elementary school, some teacher told you that lie and then you believed it. And then you've just carried it the rest of your life. And now here you are and you keep writing all these things and but how come I didn't publish a best-selling book yet? Like, why, why not? Well, maybe it's because I kept thinking I'm, I'm not good enough. And that feeling made me feel a little anxious. And again, just like our thoughts, our thoughts and feelings are, are also energy. So we're sending out an energetic signal. And just like, um, you know, another way of saying this is that like attracts like, right? Mm-hmm. So, what you put out is what you're going to give back, get back. So if you continue to put out that energy of like, uh, I'm not sure I'm enough, then you're likely to repeat the same circumstances you're currently living rather than breaking yeah. out of that mold and, and actually getting publishing that best-selling book. And if you're not enough, you're likely to settle for something that is not enough because you're like, you're like, if I'm showing up with a, a C grade, how can I deep down? You're like, how can I accept anything but a C grade from anybody else? So absolutely, I'm I'm paying for a subpar hotel. Like, don't be surprised when it's like a shitty bed and there's a cockroach in your pillow. Like, exactly, exactly. So it's so like important when you start to even think about energy to just like take a look around you at your external life because if you're not sure what your identity is and you're thinking and you're listening to this and you're like and you've never thought about this stuff before and you're just like how i don't know what my identity is like how did that create 
my life that I, I think kind of sucks right now. Well, actually take a look at your life around you. And that's how you can start to figure out what your identity is. If you're, you know, in an unhappy relationship, you probably have some sort of worthiness story that you're, you know, you're not good enough. So you might as well settle for this loser instead mm -hmm. of actually thinking that true love or your soulmate is really out there floating around in the universe. And I can use that and tell you it's a very personal, I used to be that girl, you know, uh -huh. I bounced from unhealthy relationship to unhealthy relationship because I really believed, I truly did that I was destined to be alone because I survived a near-death experience and I believe by divine intervention, I got to survive against a one in a million shot of survival because I'm here to serve and I'm here to fulfill a purpose. And so I thought, well, you know, maybe the reason I'm, you know, hanging out with all these losers is because I'm just meant to be alone and this is the way it's meant to be. And so that was a story I created, mm -hmm. I made up in my head and then I literally lived it because I yeah. thought, well, maybe I don't have a soulmate and, you know, and I can be happy just helping people because that's what I love to do. And that's what makes me feel good. And then I finally decided that I didn't want that to be my story anymore. And it was when I let it go. Yeah. That um, now I'm engaged to my soulmate. Yeah. And um, there was yeah. a time in my life I never, ever, ever would have believed you. If you would have told me that, I would have been like, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, that is one of the, there's a great quote. I don't remember where it's from. I think it's from a cartoon, but it was, uh, we accept the love we think we deserve. Absolutely. And, and I mean, even I see that with like being pre-med and getting into medical school and then realizing like I didn't want to do it. There was part of me that's just was like. I was the same way as you. Yeah. I had the same exact thing happen because there yeah. was a different way. You had a different path you wanted to take. But you kind of tell yourself, you're like, I remember I had this like revelation on mushrooms and I, and part of me was like, hey, that's very nice. That was a nice experience, you know, like a photograph, like put it on the wall. It was nice. Yeah. But it was like, unfortunately, and I remember telling myself, I was like, maybe next lifetime. Like I said it to me, I said it to myself so certainly, like if you and I don't cover something right now, right, there's no problem with saying like, well, the next podcast will do this. Yeah. All right. I, I remember saying to myself, like, so certainly I was like, maybe the next lifetime. And then I stopped and I was like, what the fuck did you just say to yourself? Like, yeah. what, what proof are you sitting on that maybe next time around? And I was like, I was like, well, this is one of the things where you realize this isn't what you really love, but you're grateful for getting into medical school. You're grateful for the. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Girlfriend, and, you know, take what you have because it's pretty good. Yeah. And like, right. And that's a story you created. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then part of me started to look at it and I was like, why, why do, why does it have to be like a sad, like, ah, I should have done that. Like, yeah. why can't you go, no, fuck all this. Take out the flamethrower and be like, let's start over. I want to, I want to do something new. 
I want to create something different. And I was 23 at that time. And I was like accepting that I had, you know, hit the end. And I'm 32 and I'm like, I still don't know where this is going. And no part of me is like solidifying. Is like, well, this is what I'm doing now. No, I, every day I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing in five years. And you know no what? Idea. That's, that's actually, I feel like you're hitting, hitting on something so important that so many, that's going to resonate with so many people is like uncertainty, right? Like how many people out there listening have played it safe or stayed in their comfort zone, which, you know, thinking about everything we're talking about related to energy, you're only going to grow outside of your comfort zone. But so many people stay safe, right? Because it's easier. It's predictable, right? And part of that actually has everything to do with with what we're talking about with identity, right? Because a lot of people will stay like you could have at 23, chosen to stay totally married to that way of thinking. Like, this is good, you know, I'm, it's good, and good how enough. many people do that? It's good enough. Well, you know, and we, then we get into comparison. Well, you know, things could always be worse, you know, worse, yeah. and you know, this is good. You know, I have X, Y, and Z. I have this person in my life. You know, I have a, I have a steady job. I have, you know, benefits and it's good enough, but maybe you don't want to work for someone else. Maybe yeah. that wasn't what you wanted, but taking the leap and going out into the unknown where you don't have certainty all of a sudden feels like, well, you know, I, I'll just, I'm going to keep this job with my benefits and, you know, it's, you know, it's going to take care of me and my family. And, you know, and even though my wife and I aren't get, aren't in the best of places, you know, we'll stay together for the kids, you know, like we do all these things. We stay in our comfort zones. We jam ourselves and force ourselves into staying there because of certainty, because when you actually decide to change and shift and reinvent yourself, you don't get predictability, but that's always been an illusion for every single one of us. Like, I think yeah. it's a beautiful thing that you're 32 and you're allowing yourself to let go of the how and you're just allowing yourself to be because that is a huge level of growth that a lot of people will die before they ever achieve because the thought of letting go not of predictability knowing. and of unknowing of uns of letting go of certainty is not something a lot of people are not willing to give that trade-off but the truth is even if you think you, you have, have predictability, anyway. you don't have it anyway yeah it's, it's an illusion it's just again another story uh, that you tell yourself and i think it's incredible that you are doing this because the truth is like we all want we all like i ha i bet every single person listening has this like big dream in their head that like think about what did you say you wanted to be when you were little or like when you became a teenager maybe you had this awesome idea or like for you and i we both got into medical school we're going to follow that straight and narrow traditional path but then we realized there was something a different calling inside of us but a lot of people in our shoes would have gone and gotten their md and then probably been an unfulfilled doctor but they would have had the money and the thing and then the in the label and all the you know shit that comes along with it but deep down inside there's something for all of us that we all want we all want something more even if we're too afraid to admit it to ourselves and that and but I think that one of the biggest things stopping everybody is that you don't know how to get from where you are now to where you want to be. And, and the truth is, is that the how is actually really none of our business. 
that's that is beautiful right it's uh when you go somewhere you've never been before if you ever go to like a new city yes the airport portland portland maine was the first place i went i was telling tommy about this before we started recording um i got to go to portland a couple of years ago for the first time and going anywhere in maine was never something on my list i never cared to go there i didn't know anything about it but i just was like well i have to go to maine for it was for work i thought like well i have to go for work so cool i guess i'm gonna explore portland and i got off that plane and i felt this energy that I never felt before in my life that felt so healing and welcoming and I fell in love and now it's honestly a place that if I could live there part time I would and I I maybe will do that someday um, or at least have a have a property there but I fell in love and I never thought I would and I just let go of the how in that moment I just let myself be taken on a freaking journey that was incredible and it was all unpredictable it's like when yeah you go someplace you've never been before yeah and then you like enter something in a gps like an address you're going to stay at a friend's house so true. it's not even like it's a city where you're from and you're like oh we're taking a different way you're like i've never seen any of these buildings before i don't know what these highways are i don't even know what that fast food fast chain fast food chain restaurant is i don't know what the fuck billy's is and you're like but you know (laughs) but you get in the thing and it's like turn right and you're no party is ever like, okay, now we're turning right. Are you? And it's like, no, you don't even think twice about it. You go, yeah, it said turn right. Get on the highway. Stay on this for 9.8 miles. You yeah. just stay on it for nine point, And then you pull right into the driveway. No party is ever like, oh, oh, we got here. No, you put in an address to a place you've never been before, in a state you've never been before. And what an odd thing that you trust that. Now, I know it's GPS and, you know, global positioning satellites. Sure. Yeah, but, but still... I think about that all the time where I when I stopped thinking about how am I going to do it? Instead, I was like, what do I want? I want the podcast to succeed. I want to do it full time. I want to be closer to family. And then I would just think about how great it's going to be when it happens and just work ferociously towards that feeling. I don't know what it's going to look like. If you had, to- if you had told me, if I had tried to like, if you went back to me two years ago, I was like, where do you think this is going to be? And I said, well, I got kicked off Rumble, but then through that, this happened, and I met this person, and now I'm going to go live here. I would have been like, no, that's not how it happens. You go on YouTube, and then you get monetized. And no. Exactly. We want, like, we all want that very, like, just give me, like, the it, strategy, happens, the little predictable and... plan, and I just will do A, B, C, D, E, F, G in the straight order, and then I'll get there. But <laughs> what you said earlier about, like, we're all scared of uncertainty. So we stick with certainty, but the reality is it's like, no, you, you don't even have certainty. Right. Yeah. It's like, um, I think Joe Rogan said it like back in like 2013, I was listening to something. He was like, people are always, people always, he's like, and myself included, I always like, I would never go into space. I would be so scared. At, and I would be, I would and, be. And he goes, where the fuck do you think you are right now? <laughs> That's like me going, oh, that's like me going, I'd never go to America. I only do Maryland. Yeah. Huh? I, I, I couldn't do that. You know, I'd, I'd never go near the Pacific Ocean, only the Atlantic. They're all touching. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? And like, so that's one thing I think about is like, you know, I'd, oh, I'd always take the certainty of med school. Okay. The certainty of medical school. Right after I graduated, I lost yeah. a brother to suicide. Where was that? Was that part of like the contract? Yeah. No. 
at any point in time, I also could have gone through med school and never lost a brother, finished residency, and then that day had an aneurysm. So to me, that's, I always like, I always think of like potential, like potential outcomes or almost like a time lapse. Like right now, I could keep talking to you. And then there's like another, you can almost imagine there's like another me that like gets up and goes to the bathroom. We kind of have that. And then there's another me that the, the microphone cuts out. You can just see all the, what am I doing? Am I drinking? Am I taking, what am I doing this? Turn off a light, whatever. Does the internet cut out? All these options, right? I can go grocery shopping today or I can go tomorrow. And there are all these like just, but it's pretty contained. Yeah. Right. But then if you go out to tomorrow, it's, well, what would happen tomorrow? Well, now tomorrow is also dependent on all the little things I do today. So at the end of each of those branches, maybe I get up and use the restroom and then I'm in the restroom and I roll my ankle. Now, all of a sudden, it's like I'm not doing a podcast tomorrow and I'm going to the hospital. Which hospital am I going? So it starts branching out. And I love what you're getting to. I love this. So what I start to think, though, is like I remember it was like when I was still living with my parents, like it was like fall 2020. I was doing the podcast and I remember thinking like, well, let's walk that out. And after just. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply three or four days of those steps, all possible outcomes. There are so many exponentially increasing that just turns into this, like this blending. Like if you combine a million, if you combine 10 pictures of me, it'll probably look pretty much the same. If you combine ever, every picture of me ever taken, it'll eventually just turn into like a blotch. And so in my mind, I was like, it just sort of turns into this like event horizon, almost like a coming like tidal wave of like potentiality. So like, Within the next 48 hours, there's like very limited things I could do. I could stop this podcast right now, go to Walmart and take my pants off and end up in jail. (laughs) Sure. Like, but in all reality, like what's going to happen? We're going to do this podcast. I'm probably going to talk to my mom on the phone tonight. I'm probably going to play some video games and I'm probably going to go to the gym and do the podcast tomorrow with some variations. Maybe there's a cancellation. Maybe there's a surprise email, whatever. But then even if I just look back a month ago. I'm like, oh, what an absurd. I didn't think I would just stop drinking alcohol. What a weird new world I live in. And so what I always try to imagine is like when I'm walking, like I see like my I see like kind of like shadows of myself going in different directions. Do I go to the kitchen? Do I, you know, in what ways does the universe split off? But no matter which way I look, if I look more than like 20 feet, I just imagine it all kind of turning into like a blur and it's just pure potentiality. And I keep that thought in my head and that allows me to truly believe like maybe you will get on Dr. Malone. And then one day you're walking to the gym and you get a phone call from a number. You're like, who is this? And you're like, this is Dr. Robert Malone. Uh, It's Tommy Kerrigan. Did you, did you send me an email last night? I'm like, yeah, I've been emailing you like every night for the last year. I'm that guy. (laughs) Is this a cease and desist? No, no. I'd love to do a podcast. (laughs) Oh, holy shit. When can you do right now? Sure can. And like turn around from the gym and come right back here. But that happens where I go, because sometimes I'll settle in and I'll be like, no, you're not going to get that guest. Like, you know, get back in your little square. You're going to interview your friends and the same people. And then I'm like, why can't I? 
and I really start to believe it. And exactly. I just really, and, and you're then I, creating it, you're creating it. Yeah. And then, but then even with that confidence of when you start to believe it, you start to kind of walk with a swagger and like, not in like a cocky way, but you, instead yeah. of sending like a timid email, like, Hey, yes. I know you're like a doctor. Instead, you're like, hey, I'm Tommy Kerrigan. I'm 31 years old and you don't know anything about me. But I did get into medical school. I know you're a doctor, so I could maybe hold my own talking to biology about you. Here's some of my epi- And when you just kind of like act like be you've confident. got it all. Yes. What's the worst that they can happen? The same exactly. now? Exactly. God, you're getting at so many, so many, so many good points. Sorry, like, I know I've first... been ranting for like 10 minutes. No, God, I love all of this. Like I'm absorbing it like a sponge and you just hit on so many things too, for sure that like I have to mention one, you're getting at like what we truly are, which is pure potentiality. Like what you said is actually true for each and every one of us, every single one of you listening, like we all, all timelines exist for us and there are infinite time and there is an infinite number of timelines that exist for you right now an infinite and any single yeah. one of them is absolutely possible for you you could potentially create any single one of those outcomes and timelines but what it has to do with again like comes back to what you were just saying is the energy just that's such a perfect example your energy of who you were being right being the timid person who's questioning yourself like, oh, can I do that? Can I get that outcome? That's going to be the person that's probably going to get you that more predictable timeline, right? Because if you think about it, like, think about it like you laid out a deck of cards in front of you, right? And the, the three, like the one right in front of you is your timeline now. And the one on either, the card you've got laid out on either side of that is like the likely timelines that could exist, right? And if you're playing that timid person, you're, you're probably going to stick with that timeline and continue to get the results that you're like, well, I'm just going to interview this person or I'm just anybody thinking could use the example like, well, I'm just going to continue to do what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just going to stay at this job. I'm not really happy here, but it's, you know, who am I to think I can go out and start my own business, even though I have this really great idea, you know, um, or who am I to think I can, you know, just leave this relationship and go find something mm-hmm. better because, you know, I've been doing this for so long and it's not that bad, you know, it's, it's yeah. good. Good enough. Time. It's good enough, you know, but then there's that person who you are being instead who's confident and and then the more you embody that right that so that's just all circles like full circle back to everything we've been talking about like you took on an identity trait of the kind of person that gets the outcomes you really want which might sound like what an old version of Tommy would have been like holy shit can I really do that but this Tommy today in this now moment who I'm talking to, because the truth is our past and present isn't real. The only thing that's real is now mm-hmm. from that now moment, you decided, you know, like, actually, who am I not to think I, I can't do this? Why not like, me? I'm awesome. Exactly. Like, why not me? Why not you? And to every single person listening, like, why not you? Whatever it is you're wanting that you're questioning and thinking like, well, I don't know. I mean, geez, it's you guys make it sound like it's just energy. It is just energy. And so why not you? Why not you? Why, how come, why can't you be the one to publish that best-selling book? It doesn't matter if you don't have a famous mom and dad, who cares? Yeah. We want to hear your story. It's the greatest story ever told it because it's yours and it's different and it's unique and you can have those outcomes, but you decided to take on that trait of confidence, which is a big one for, you know, manifesting things and creating realities that, you know, are, 
might seem in our human brains like challenging or hard. It's only a story if we think it's hard. And so you did, you know, and that was because of your energy and energy follows thought, which is the fastest form of energy. And you just decided to think, you know, why not me? Why can't Dr. Malone come on my podcast? Why can't all these incredible experts and people come on my podcast? And then they started showing up. And yeah. It wasn't just coincidence. It was because you created it. You created that reality. You got onto that timeline and made it happen. That was all you. And it's and then people are like, well, it's easy to get bigger guests now because you can show them your other guests. Where do you think that, that you started? Didn't have them before. Where exactly. do you think that started? Exactly. Like that's that's why you you do the first podcast so that the second person doesn't have to be the first podcast. You go, oh, I've already done one before. You go, oh, okay. And then once you've done 20, you go, hey, you'll, you'll be 21. You'll get lost in the fray. People are like, oh, okay, you're not the first author. You're not the first doc. And then it just blurs so, and it turns yes. into this. You, but that's a huge thing is you have to start going, like, why not me? And again, that doesn't mean that you don't have to, like, work your ass off and show up. But, like, exactly, you also have to have, like, that. Mu- and that doesn't mean, like, being timid is bad. It's also no, humility it's is great. You got to yes. go. You know, I don't call someone when they say no. I go, do you know who I am? Because I'm, I'm not Joe Rogan, right? But <laughs> you also do need to put on that poker face. And you're like, why not? Like, yeah. why, like, why not? Let's just do it. And if most of the times when I get big people, I'll tell them, I'm like, yeah, just give me five minutes. Like, and then we'll wrap it up. And they're like, oh, I'll do five minutes. More times than I can count. I've been like, well, we're coming up on five minutes. And they're like, no, let's keep going. And you talk to them for an hour and a half. And then, like, you end up where you're like, all right, dude, I got to cut this one off. And, like, yeah. you have a blast. But, and again, it doesn't mean that you don't have, there's a lot in the background you don't see of constantly working, but that's the whole just do the work. That's the post Malone having the camera and the microphone. But there is a huge part of just going, like, why not? Why not me? Like, when you look at, I, I remember seeing this video back in like 2017 or 2018. Some NBA player, some rookie, he just finished his first year. And he was at, they're just, you know, asking, he's like 23, and they're asking him, they're like, you know, how is it? Whatever. He's, I don't even remember his name. But he's sitting there, he's like, I think I want to be the MVP next year. And they're, everyone's kind of chuckling. And he goes, why not? He goes, why not? Like, I got into the NBA. Yeah. He's like, I'm already part of like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. He goes, what? He goes, what would I have to do? He goes, it's not that hard. I have to score the most points get the most rebounds and like have the most assists. Why not? Someone's going to do it. Yeah. There's a finite number of people in the NBA and I'm one of them. Such a good example. And Michael Jordan's another great example. You know, when he yeah. was in high school, he wasn't the greatest high school player. He no, was just an average player. In fact, his coach was just like, you know, I see that this kid's got some potential, yeah. but like how many, how many kids have potential? Like, right. We all do like any yeah. one of us could have, played high school basketball and had some potential, but he said, what do I need to do to be the best? Yeah. And he started to practice and he practiced and he just embodied every single characteristic he knew he had to have to become the greatest there ever was. And yeah. to this day, he He's still, still the is goat. He's still the, the best. greatest that there ever was and maybe ever will be. I mean, holy crap. I mean, just, he, wow. He holds a record. He has the most game-winning shots in the NBA. He also holds the record for missing the most game-winning exactly. shot opportunities. So, I mean, truly, if you want to talk about, like, exactly. taking the chance, he has the most game-winning shots, and he's also 
lost the most games by missing a shot. And that is such a good example of energy following thought and how how important that is and how powerful we are because it didn't matter how many shots he missed. Not a single one of those did he let throw him off because yeah. he was continuing to be in his mind the most committed, the most dedicated, the best trained player. He was always trying to be better, be more, be faster, be stronger. Yeah. Um, and he never let that stuff set him back. You yeah. know, like so many of us do, right? How many of us get a failure and we're like, uh, and we decide we're going to make it mean something. We're like, ah, see, I suck. Like, I can't do this. I well, can't do I that. At least I tried. Exactly. And we make it mean something because we're meaning making machines and that's what humans do. But the truth is we could make it mean nothing. We could yeah, just yeah. choose to make it mean nothing. And again, go back to like, why not me? Like, so what if I screwed that up? That's like, we're going to all fail in life countless times. That's what yeah. we came here to do. Well, take that. And then you turn that into like fuel. You go, that didn't mean anything. Fuck. That feels really bad. I don't want that to happen again. And then you dial it up more. I mean, truly just, focus on the, the only just focus on that and you eventually i mean it's almost like you you can become so focused on anything yeah. that I, I do believe this like when you enter like a like a flow state like i swear when i took the mcat uh, i had never scored above the 60th percentile on a practice test and i think each either. section was you had 55 minutes to do each section and after nine months of practicing i got those down to like 50 minutes which was huge it meant i had five minutes left over to go back and look at questions i wasn't sure about yeah. which is huge you're scared out of your huge. mind you're having a panic attack it's the mcat the day i took the mcat i finished each section with no less than 20 minutes left and i scored in the 95th percentile i had just entered this state of zero doubt zero hesitation i'd come across a question and go i don't know that one and just next to the one i know that i know that it was a flow state where it wasn't even like, oh, my God, this is working. There was no other reality that existed in my mind. Like right now, yeah. how certain are you that a dragon, a mythical dragon, isn't about to tear through my apartment ceiling and eat me alive in front of me? <laughs> we are both very certain that the podcast is just going to continue. Maybe the power goes out. Maybe a fire alarm goes off. A dragon is not eating. me. It's not yeah. even registering. When you enter that state of just hyper- focus you it's not even that you're like i'm gonna win there's just no other reality you don't wake up and exactly. go i'm sure the sun's rising today you just yeah you don't even it's just there you created that reality you go into a place where there is simply you're not winning because there is no failure you are on one track there is one reality and then you're just there and then you come out of it and you try to get back to that state and you know that doesn't really work but like if you just focus on one <laughs> like you do enter like there have been times where I swear I'll, I'll just have like emailed someone and my mind will just be like, I am interviewing that person. Yes. It won't even be like, okay, focus on, I'll just be like, no, they're getting back to me. And like delusional, like above my parents' garage, doing it on a laptop, emailing one of four men alive who've walked on the moon and having the balls to go, having the delusion to go, I am interviewing him. And then him emailing me back and going, I don't really do interviews, but sure, I'd love to. Exactly. What was that? Exactly. Because you believed it and your thoughts created the reality. You know, it's that's such an awesome example. 
like, and this is even getting into like the quantum, right, of energy and what's all possible for us. And mm-hmm. like, you know, observing like what you want to be and everything else collapses into a wave function and just 100%. And I mean, think about it. That's all that we are. Our brains emit wavelengths. So do our hearts. You know, they each have their own frequency and rhythm. So, what you put out is has everything to do with what you get back. Just like your examples are just so um, incredible and will resonate with so many people. Just think about what happens when you think about what's possible for you rather than focusing on the negative, which so many people do. And there's just no need for it because a lot of the reason we do that is for some fear right like oh i'm so afraid because then what's everyone gonna think about me like who cares the truth is everyone's gonna judge you no matter what so you might as well why not just go for it so why not just go for it here's the real spoiler alert it's (laughs) there's a girl i've been friends with since middle school that said this to me a couple years ago i think i was thinking about a podcast yeah i was like what will people think about and she just said it she wasn't trying to be mean but it was just so perfect she just said it's not that anyone's thinking good or bad of you. It's no one's thinking about you. Just like you're not thinking of me. And I was just like, when was the last time I thought, like, what yeah. people going to think? People aren't going to think shit. They have a wife and kids and a job. Yeah, they have, they have their own. They're nope. stuck. They're, yeah, in they're, their own, stuck. they're in their own movie. They're in you their know? own head. Exactly. They're in their own head worrying about their own shit, worrying about who's judging them. They're not worried yeah. about you you're, and what you're doing. You're on yeah. a, you're on an airplane <laughs> with headphones on. You're listening yeah. to like an, uh, a podcast and you're like, what do other people think about me listening? They're listening to their own. Yeah, they they're not even care. aware you exist. <laughs> yeah. you, you are in a seat that they don't even know is real. They are in their own immediate universe of seat 17b they don't give a shit about you listening to whatever it's so they're not even there so then it's like well then why do we think of failure if people aren't even judging us there's something about it that we almost it's like a weird sort of almost submissive um you're almost kind of like trying to appease the gods you're like i mean i'm not good enough so i know i'll probably fail it's yeah it's like you never email someone and go hey i know the answer is probably no but dude They can they can smell it's a fucking tiger like exactly. following a wounded deer. It's like they're yes. just waiting to rip your throat out. Like <laughs> no, like looking dead in the eyes and be like, when when can you do it? And when they say don't email me anymore, that's when you go, okay, I understand legally, understand. But like you know, it's you no, you just go into it with like this is what I'm doing, and if you exactly. fail, all right, congrats. But but like what you were saying earlier if you can let go of certainty, there's a pretty big likelihood. In fact, I, I, there's no such thing as a coincidence, right? So if that's the case and you failed, it's probably because there's something even better mm-hmm. oh, yeah. on the other side yeah. of that, that yeah. if you just can be okay with it and you can let uncertainty just, if you can just be just, you know, just like you were in that flow state during your test, if you can just be in a state of like, I don't care. The how's none of my business. I didn't predict or think I was going to have this failure or setback, but let's just see what happens. Like, cause the truth is everything that happens to us, whether you perceive it as positive or negative means something. And it's, there's something that we can learn out of from it. You know, there's a lesson in it. So maybe something was supposed to happen or like you've shared, maybe it's supposed to lead you to another connection that you weren't expecting and you're going to meet somebody and all of a sudden that's going to turn into something you never expected. And that's how you take that. That's the how. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I, 
it's yeah. happening you when, know? The, when the gps says rerouting rerouting you don't go oh shit you just go oh thank god this thing's telling yeah you, you don't like, stop nah. the car when the you gps go, says oh, rerouting no. you don't turn off the car and get out and be like that's it i'm oh, not I'm driving fucking, i'm just I'm staying right here i'm not going anywhere i'm not going to see my friends instead <laughs> it's like rerouting you're like oh thank fuck you take yeah, this exit and you're like you okay cool you i'm just care. gonna go another taking way some yeah. weird long interstate <laughs> circle and you're like looking at street signs no part of you is like i wanted to take that freeway you yeah just, like, you're like this city is so big and so scary you're like, just I'm thank just... god it's like and, turn you, and right. what are you doing in that moment you're actually just trusting the universe yes. even oh, though it's your 100%. gps because you're just like you're like yep this little screen's this just little gonna box, get me there like <laughs> this little digital genie is just going i'll tell you where to go i'm not even real i'm a synthetic voice and then i'm gonna be like and you're just like, like here's another route it will save you five minutes and you're like sure you're like you <laughs> you badass know? thank you so much and you're just like <laughs> Just trusting it in, just trusting it entirely. Yeah, imagine if we would all just do that with ourselves. Yeah, with like your own spiritual GPS. Just like, and then what's the worst that can happen? Well, Tommy, that's a GPS, it's proven. Well, the worst that happens is you fail, and then you're at the place you are now already. Exactly. Fuck you, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's, Which isn't a bad thing. Yeah, just yeah. keep going. Exactly. You don't have to make it mean something because maybe you were supposed to end up right back there to reset, reinvent. And the whole thing might have been that you fail. So you go, you know what? I kind of do like being. I'm sure there are plenty of people that thought about leaving med school and now they're doctors and they're like, yeah, what the fuck was I thinking? I love being a doctor. They might be look, looking yeah. at us and being like, well, you are a doctor, but they might be looking at me and be going, no, I tried. And I realized how much I hated it and how much I loved medicine. And that's how I met my wife. Like, exactly, exactly. You know? Or or even think about it from the perspective of like the doctor patient relationship, right? Like, like we were talking about way back at the beginning, like how many, you know, doctors aren't trained to heal. They're trained to diagnose yet. People will continue to bounce from doctor to doctor searching for answers and kind of getting stuck in this like vicious cycle of feeling unwell. And so why, do we believe that the doctor is the one that has all the answers and we so we give our power to all to all of them and think like okay they're like the gps right they're going to tell me what this means they're going to tell me what pill to take they're going to tell me this i'm just gonna have to manage it okay all right okay okay um okay i only have six months to live or oh this is you know this is a lifelong thing i'm just gonna have to do this forever um and then we just decide that it's to believe it when the truth is is that we don't that doesn't have to be the outcome or reality that we want if if you don't if you don't want to merely manage the place you're in and you actually want to heal and take personal responsibility for your health and well-being that is absolutely an option to you you just have to decide to choose it that's it that's how powerful you are and then someone who's listening to this and you might have that inner cynical voice, which I had forever, probably the majority of my life, would be saying, yeah. you guys are making it sound so easy, saying it's just a choice. Well, you are now creating a reality where, where that is all you it have, is. You're right. You you're right. This it is. And that's your story. Your and story. I can't then you do it. Yes. It's just, a, it's just cho- uh-huh. Yeah, I'm sure. And think about this. Your cells of your body, which are energy, 
are absorbing the frequency of you sitting there saying that are just making it sound easy. I can't really be as healthy as I want to be. I'm just going to continue to manage this shit in the place that I'm in. Your cells absorb that energy and frequency. Just like you put something out, you also are putting it in you. Yeah. And they respond accordingly. That's why, you know, let's say there were two people who totally, you know, let's say there were two twins, right? So they're exactly the same Every, in every way, shape, and form. And let's say they both just happen to get diagnosed with cancer, the exact same type, and the doctor tells both of them, well, this is terminal. And let's just say, and, and one of them decides, she's like, okay, you know, this is terminal and that's, that's you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pack it all up and, you know, put my life in order and everything and just accepts that. And then her body responds accordingly. And there have actually been studies that looked at things and outcomes like this, not just in twins, but in just people and compared their outcomes. And studies have shown that people who decide to think positively get better prognoses, better outcomes. And let's say the other twins just like, um, yeah, no, I don't think so. I've got like an awesome husband and a life and I have all these plans and I'm not going to go, I'm not dying in six don't months. Don't go quietly into that good night. Exactly. Just... And they, a hundred percent, that first twin is going to see the end of her life in six months while the other twin is going to be at her funeral because she didn't believe that that was what was going to be the outcome for her. And so she created an entirely different reality and that is absolutely how powerful we are because her body not only are our body cells absorbing the crap that we hear and listen to from other people whether it's positive or negative it's absorbing the stuff we tell ourselves and what's possible for us so it actually if you're someone who's listening that's like oh that you make it sound so easy that's not how it is it actually this is how it is and it actually is that easy but you have to believe it. And if you don't believe it, then you're going to get the reality where it's exactly. not Exactly. And that, and to be honest, if that's what you're doing, if you're a listener and that's what you're doing, then to be quite honest with you, I would say this to you if you were my client. If that's what you believe, then what you're doing is living from circumstance. And when you live from circumstance, you continue to repeat the same circumstances in your life. Right. So you have to look at what you're creating with your own energy and that has to do with how you think and what you believe and the stories that you tell yourself yeah about if... what is and isn't possible for you doesn't matter if it has to do with your health or anything else in your life yeah it's even if you can see no tangible reality where this could possibly be true yes i've always even when i was 60 pounds over literally 60 pounds overweight addicted to benzos and and living a terrible life i would still lie to myself and say it's gonna get better it's actually gonna get better than i've ever experienced and if i said it out loud that'd probably be committed because they're like he's lost touch with reality but to me it was i cannot voluntarily quit like i can be the person in last place in the marathon like the officiators can go home and it's raining but, but you're as long as the finish line, as long as I tell myself I'm not done yet, like it's over, you don't even get a trophy. If in my mind I'm like I'm still gonna finish, then I haven't quit, even if it's just exactly. in thought or in vocal enunciation. So even if you're listening to us and you're like, oh, these two new age fucking hippies, <laughs> even if you feel that, and you probably do, if part of you goes, yeah, but maybe, and the rest of your rational brain goes, no, not but maybe, and you go, no, I get what you're saying, but maybe. There's just the whole like what it, it's like the little kid being like, 
but where's that come from? And then what? Yeah. And then what? Just, but what if? But what if? And the thing is, it's like, this isn't even some like happy-go-lucky talk. It's like, this is my reality of truly going to rock bottom. And now I'm, I'm, I'm doing a podcast for a living. I'm my own boss. I wake up at the crack of noon every day. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, I work, I work myself to death, but I just do whatever I want whenever. And when I'm not yeah. feeling it, I'll just wake up and, yeah, I'm not doing this. I just, I don't know anyone else that, aside from someone that's retired, that can just go, I'm not working this week. Yeah. But I went from the bottom to a life better than anything I could have ever imagined. So it's not so just like I. a, a happy go lucky. This is the only reality I know. So if I don't tell you this, I'm not being sincere. I'm lying through my teeth to you. If I tell you it, it might not get better. If it didn't get better, I wouldn't be here telling you this. I'd be dead. Yep. So like, if I tell you anything other than if you just lie to yourself and say it will get better, if I don't tell you that, I'm not being honest with you. Yeah. And I think that's really important to be transparent. And I'm the same way, you know, Yeah. I had a near, like, I might be sitting here able to talk about health and well-being, and you can heal anything and you can, and you might be looking at me and like thinking like, yeah, easy for you to say, but yeah, I wasn't always because I had a near death experience. And then after that, I navigated chronic physical, mental, and emotional health issues. I mean, we're talking PTSD, anxiety, depression. I was on so many meds. You can't even imagine, mm -hmm. um, you know, chronic constipation, SIBO, candida, IBS. I got diagnosed with so many things. You have no idea. Hormonal imbalances, acne, chronic migraines. We're talking daily. I lived my life medicated and in pain and I was self-medicating, you know, with recreational drugs sure. as well, because I had felt like I had no Not other choice. I, I truly lived in survival mode, but I was like you. And I just knew that no matter what, this wasn't my story and it wasn't going to be how I ended up. And I was going to do it one day at a time, one moment at a time, one step at a time. And that had everything to do with what I was thinking. So even though what we're talking about today might sound new age or out there to some people, the truth is it is physics. It is science and it's fact that this is all how you can create re your reality. But, you know, as humans, we can't, it's hard to believe for some people that our thoughts and our energy could create anything we want in a physical external sense because if you can't see it here it touch it you know smell it taste it if i can't you know pick it up like a tangible object it's like well how 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 is that is that true you know it can be hard to believe so i i get that you know i do but there's a, there's we a, overcame there's a great quote i forget who it's from some guy with like a Boston accent. He kind of sounds like Bobby Kennedy, but I don't think it was him. <laughs> but he was like, our deepest fear is the light, not the dark. He goes, it's yes, not it that is. we think that we'll fail. He's like, that's commonplace. It's like your deepest fear is the belief that deep down, you know, you could probably do it. And that terrifies you because that yeah. means why aren't you doing it? Yeah. And so when you start to think about, am I can, so like Alan Watts says, when you're meditating and you wake up and you realize that you are the one, and that this is all your reality. He goes, that's the dawn of responsibility. Because then you start going, well, no, I'm mean because I grew up with bad parents. And, nope, it's all you. And he goes, and yes. then you start to feel embarrassed. You go, 
it's all me. The whole universe is me. You go, oh God, World War II. Yeah, that was you too. And you're like, oh shit. And it's like, but you're also rainbows. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like whatever. It's like you are a beautiful night sky. Yes. You're also Hitler. And you're like, geez. And it's like, but hey, once you start to realize it, you go, uh, like, imagine if like you woke up one day and someone's like, hey, by the way, like your room is your room. You can actually clean it if you want. Yeah. First you'd be like, no, it's gross and there's rats and everything. And then you finally you start putting one thing away and folding a shirt and you go, oh, it is mine. And then you clean the whole thing. You go, oh, this is fucking awesome. But at first it's scary and it's embarrassing because like you're like, it's a lot. you go, <laughs> a lot oh, this work. is that pizza box. That's yours. That dirty bong. It's yours too. Yeah. You're like, but if I clean it up and I open the blinds and I vacuum, that's also yours. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay. And then you can like live in a blissfully clean room and that's yours. It's just at first, it's a, you know, who did all these charges on my visa? Well, dude, you got blackout drunk and you demanded that you pay for all of Waffle House. <laughs> really? I have a video of it. Uh, really? Yeah, that was you. You're like, oh, God. But that also means that next time you can go, maybe I won't bring my debit card. And that's you. And I used to do that. I used to leave my debit card at home and just bring 20 bucks. And I'd cut myself off before safe, I even left the house. Safe choice. I'd wake up with a black eye and $200 and, and someone else's mailbox in my living room and be like, what in God's name happened? And like, and you stop blaming each other, blaming others and go, oh, maybe I just can't handle like Red Bull vodka. Noted. And you just, you move forward from, I can't do that anymore. Dust yourself off. Yeah, you dust yourself off. You have a fat lip. What happened? Well, a sort of girl punched you in the face and you're like, I don't even, I'm sure I deserved it. You did. All right. Like, you know, but then you move forward. So it's, it's very intimidating and scary to acknowledge that. Your own power. Yeah. But then it's, then it's pure liberation. It totally is. And I love that. You reminds me one of it's one of my favorite quotes. I think it's by Marianne Williamson, and I know it is. Um, that's our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful, powerful beyond, beyond measure. Our... Yeah, that's the quote. And that... it's our light, not our darkness. Yes, that, that is the quote. That's the, the exact quote. Yeah. Okay, then I just heard somebody reading it. Yeah, like and accent. it's and it's beautiful. And at the end, she said the end. Um, the quote said, you know, at the end, she says that. You know, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. And my favorite is the ending that's, you know, and as we, I I think it's as we are liberated from our own fear, um, our presence automatically liberates others, you know, so it's just, you can set yourself free. Because the truth is you were, you were meant to do it and, and you're playing the world, you're playing small doesn't serve yourself and it doesn't serve the world either. But it really comes down to energies like that we're on this. It's like, I feel like we're all on this journey to just see if we can discover our own power. And I, I don't know, I just, I'm determined to do it. And I feel like for me, it's just a constant unfolding and discovery of like, oh my gosh, I can do this. And like, look, I can do that. And it's really amazing. I will, we'll wrap it up with, I guess, this idea. And it's, um, I always think like, so like, what if I'm wrong? What if like none of this is accurate and like you don't actually create anything? Well then one, it's a hell of a placebo effect. <laughs> give me the balls and the backbone to, so to, to, to go through life. That. Like I control this bitch. And so like, I'll take it. And then the second is, is like, what if it is all real? And what if you die and you wake up and you realize that you truly were 
the creator of your own reality. Like yeah. you are God. How silly would you feel that you stayed in a place you hated for 80 years? Yeah, you'd feel you'd feel like a dipshit. You'd stuck go in the box. That's the same feeling of like every day I have an allergic reaction. It's like, well, you're allergic to dairy. Stop eating ice cream. Like eventually, <laughs> if you eventually discovered that you were actually allergic to dairy and it wasn't just like a demon possessing you, you'd go, I can't believe I've been shitting my pants and vomiting every day for 30 years. And eventually you go, like, what if you were wrong? What if you do wake up from all of this and you go, that was just that was just a dream you go oh oh god i i wasted it like i didn't know i was i worked at i worked at office depot for eight decades like or maybe you wake up and uh none of it was real and you're like i was so delusional that i believed i was the best and i became the best like yeah all right it's a win-win to me it really is and i love this because when we keep going in our neck the next time we connect on here you just made me think of when you brought up placebo a really awesome concept called the nocebo effect which is really all about the placebo effect and a cool like some cool studies we'll talk about and um and even and i know we were like we told everyone we're gonna yes we're totally gonna talk about reiki but like this this actually has everything to do with it because the thing is you can't just go get reiki healing and be somebody that's not if you don't believe that that's going to help you then the most powerful quote unquote reiki healer in the world could work on you and it's not going to do a damn thing for you Mm -hmm. so it really this is all connected to that stuff so we'll definitely talk about it too well i'll text you after this and we'll, we'll get the next one scheduled uh i can't wait Dr. Rogers, I love you. Thank you so much for coming on here. I love talking with you. You are my my spirit. You are my spirit mate. And we can (laughs) just scream delusional things at one another. And I don't care care if it's real or not because it's real to me. I don't don't care. Tell a four-year-old Santa's not real. He doesn't give a shit. He's like, all right. He's like, all right, moron. We'll see who's getting cold tonight. Who's having a better Christmas? Cynical old you or that kid going, "Ah, I'm going to tell Santa, which is that kid. So. Fuck all of you. I'll believe in Santa. <laughs> Who's having a better Christmas? Definitely I. us. <laughs> Dr. Rogers, I love you. I'll send this to you later. Okay, you. I love you we'll too. We'll schedule another one. Thank you so much, everybody out there.